You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And B clears some space for him. James, step back three. Off the mark. And B the rebound. Blocked in the cup. I thought it was close. Uh, probably should have gone up harder, but in that situation, you know, I was just trying to, I didn't know how much time was left. So I was, I was just trying to, you know, get the ball off for a quick layup. I, I thought it was close. I didn't know if it was a goal 10 or not. Give it Give it Let's open, let's open up with a joke. Um, what do you call a cow on the floor? Anybody know? Ground beef. <laughs> That's it. Now, next one, New York. Welcome on in. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks with the the, uh, the whole show back together again on this Wednesday. we got a lot to dive into. Final Four. We'll look into the futures market and MLB for an MVP picks. We'll get those coming up later. A lot of great NBA tonight. Joe O has returned from the water park, and we'll hit some NBA early in the show, and overtime has changed in the NFL for the playoffs. Joe? Welcome back. How are you? Uh, terrible, as you can probably tell from my voice. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, no. I thought it was getting better, and then I just spoke right there because I wasn't talking to anybody in the house. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's not getting better. You get, you know, when you start to feel it, like it was like day before we left, I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, being around all kids, mass amount of children for four to five days, no surprise that under the weather, sinus infection, cold, whatever the hell you want to call it. That's what I'm dealing with this morning. But, uh, yeah, I returned to a, a lot of exciting basketball, high-level basketball last night, a uh, ton to get to, including the results on the court and the results in the straw poll, which we always talk so much about with the MVP. And no surprise to me, but there's a lot going on with the odds in multiple awards markets, not only the MVP that I just flat out disagree with. I, I don't recall a season like this. And and right now it looks like the guys that are going to finish first and second, I strongly disagree with. I don't care what the order is. Um, it's fascinating what's happening in the association. Yeah, we talked a lot about them yesterday. I mean, we were doing it live and the odds were moving live yesterday, Joe. Interested to hear your reaction. But last night we got a face-off between two of the three favorites to win the MVP. I mean, right now it's Jokic and Embiid. Embiid, Jokic, depending on on how you want to rank them based on, on the odds and how they shift by the minute. But Aaron, last night we talked about this game and we were both on the Bucks side of this and it didn't look good for Milwaukee early. Philadelphia was up by 14 at one point, but then back came the Bucks. I mean, we, we play, we come in here with Joel and B talking about how that was close. Joel, man, that wasn't mm. close. That was a block. That was a clean block. Yeah. The Bucks, the Bucks were better. And the best player on the court last night, Aaron, Harden played well. 
until the last minute. What did he? Yeah, until exactly. the last minute. Joel was normal. Joel Embiid until the last minute he got blocked. But the best player on the court was easily Giannis last night. Yes. Well, this is I would want to fade the Sixers, and this is why I think James Harden has never won a championship. What he did in the final seconds of that game was just bizarre. He tries to hit like a step back three that was blocked. And there was like defenders in his face. I'm just like, what are you doing, man? This is terrible. It was Bucks get the win. Giannis looked like the best player and too bad for the Sixers because I don't know what Harden was doing. It was, he was making it all about him and it was ridiculous. You know, what's interesting about the big picture of the Eastern Conference is we spend so many minutes, hours, those in sports media, trying to figure out the order in which these teams are going to finish. And are the Sixers still part of that championship tier? And what do you do with Boston after the Robert Williams injury? How is that going to impact them long term? A lot of guessing so far. Are, are the Heat imploding internally as they're fighting on the court? Just imagine what's happening off of the court. The Nets can't stop anybody. That continued last night. Even if your name is the Detroit Pistons, and I know they have some good young talent, they're going to put up 123 on you. So so what's going to happen in the playoffs against some of these other teams? And what about the team that beat those Sixers last night? I mean, ha- hasn't that been part of the narrative for the Eastern Conference that we're talking about everybody but the Bucks, who have what most people would say is the best player on the planet and now Brooke Lopez is healthy. He put up 17 last night. Aren't, aren't a lot of signals. Hey, the team we're not talking about. Uh, yeah, we should be talking more about Milwaukee. Yeah. I think Who knew Giannis likes dad jokes? I mean, those were terrible. I mean, that well. just, I, I've been there. It was probably like you're sitting at dinner. Like, all right, I'm going to Google kid jokes. He has a kids. book. No, he brought yeah, a like, book. He read that. Oh, he yeah. brought a book. Okay. Are we really surprised that Giannis is a dad joke guy? He's he's so goofy. Like he's that doesn't surprise me. I love me it. And I that's a positive it. in my book. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love a good dad joke? Yeah. Listen, and his I'm, accent I'm... too. Absolutely exploding right now. And there's lots of people and lots of products out there that claim that they're going to be able to make you money, but they don't. Of all the great players in the Eastern Conference, right? And we could rank them and tier them. But there's, you know, we know who they are. From Giannis mm-hmm. to Embiid to Harden to Durant, Kyrie. Isn't Giannis the most reliable player? Like, if you had to pick someone that you say between now and June is going to stay healthy, is going to stay productive, and yeah. is going to show up every night. It's him. That's why I think they're probably going to be in the finals again, or at least the Eastern Conference finals. Like, I feel the best about their future. Everybody else, it's either up and down, James Harden's good, not good. Joel's crying about the calls and being on the bench at the end of games. Durant's had a lot of injury issues in his in his last few years. It just feels like they're the under-the-radar one, but the most reliable team. Like I, I can count on Giannis. Yeah, because you said health. Once you said health, it was a no-doubter. I And I said most would agree that he's the best player on the planet. The one that would face... The toughest argument is probably KD when he's healthy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. but that that's the only one in my mind right now. But that's You're the not- thing, Joe G's argument. You can't count on him being healthy all the time. But I feel like right. out of all those guys, I would lean Giannis to be the most reliable. Is and last night they were the better team. So they're 47 and 28, halfback of the Heat. There's four teams separated by a game and a half. 
for the top of the Eastern Conference. It's like tiers in the East. There's the top four. Then there's those three in the middle, the Chicago, Toronto, Cleveland group that's trying to avoid the play-in. And then there's the Nets. The Nets get their own tier uh, in the Eastern Conference playoff look. So we'll see how it plays out. But last night, Bucks win. Uh, obviously, cover. They were getting a point last night by the time that thing closed. The other one last night that was interesting and, and it was pretty pretty easy to read with the Lakers' issues is the Mavs just crushed them last night. Luka triple-double. Aaron, your guy, Luka, 34-12-12. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, let's hear a little bit here because Luka was just outstanding last night. Utah's going to get the higher seed and the home court advantage in a potential 4-5 matchup. Doran Finney-Smith, no. Wow. Doncic, triple-double, and he does it with style. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 128-110 last night, Joe. Luka and the Mavs. I mean, th- this Lakers thing is actually embarrassing the way this is playing out. We took the under. Remember that? Right after the All-Star break, we took the under on the Lakers. It's oh, about yeah. to cash. They're 31-44. and 44. They can-, okay. can they even get to 38 wins? They have to win out, I guess. I saw okay. someone just put big money on them to uh, miss the playoffs, which I love. Well, yeah. Um, BetMGM shared that. Uh, John Ewing, he tweeted out that there was a ten thousand dollar yes, that's bet what I saw on the too. Lakers to miss the playoffs, right? Yeah, and yeah, that that could very well cash without even dealing with the playing. Okay, but also, I mean, did anybody think any, the Mavs were going to do anything but cream the Lakers? That's where yeah. we are. That's where right. we've been talking about a long time. I mean, without LeBron, who are these people that were playing last night for the Lakers? Seriously, <laughs> I don't know. Like, Malik Monk is your leading scorer with twenty eight points, and and Westbrook. He wasn't getting into it. It was a good exchange that I liked. Um, probably not the, not the best of questions from the reporter uh, to Westbrook after the game, basically saying, you know, he, the, the reporter's just looking for the answer that we got to play better. We got to win games. And and that's quite obvious. I like that Russ isn't like, well, what kind of question is that, basically? But, yeah, I mean, they were supposed to get their ass whooped, and they got their ass whooped. It was a big spread, and they lost by uh, well into double figures. The most amazing part about this game last night to me is not only Luka 34-12-12, but if you look at the Mavs starters, we always always address their defense, how strong it is. Look at the efficiency. All of their starters combined for one turnover last night. And And I know a lot of that is on the Lakers defensive end, but that's something. When you are not turning it over, that's how you can win without a Robin. That that's how you can, you know, make it multiple series in the postseason. If they continue their defensive play, not turning the ball over, I thought that's that was the most notable thing about that Dallas round. Yeah, I, I 
you know, I know he's not going to win it, and he's probably not going to even come in the top three or four. But for the Mavericks to have 50 wins, they're going to have 50 wins. They're at 47 right now. They're going to finish about 50 wins. For them to have 50 wins on a team that starts Finney, Smith, Bullock, Powell, and Brunson next to next to Luca, it's a right. great job by Jason Kidd. I know he's had a weird career with ups and downs post playing, and like just it seems like he wears out his welcome places. I don't know. Jason Kidd's a great guy, but he's a good coach. He could coach. And he's done a good yeah. job this year for the uh, the Dallas Mavericks. So and Mavericks the Dinwiddie addition has done wonders for them. Yes. Oh yeah. Last thirteen points. Um, they need they need that they needed a guy to get a bucket, and they he he could do that. Um, so good night by the Mavericks last night. The other quick thing in the NBA before we get to quick NFL news is Paul George came back thirty four yes. points last night. Aaron were wondering about that line yeah. and I was looking on social media I had some friends at the game and I just looked at the box score and then checked my FanDuel app and I thought oh maybe I should just sprinkle a little money line because it was crazy when the Clippers were down like 25 points Gobert's going off and then I just went to bed and then I wake up and I'm like oh my god they came back and won it unbelievable that's pretty cool and hey maybe watch out for the Clippers. I took a flyer on them and to be in the NBA championship, you know, when you could pick the two teams, I think I did Clippers nets. You're talking <laughs> before the season, right? Yeah. Before the yeah. season. <laughs> They're 20 to one to win the West, which brings up the question. Are we on the wrong dark horse? I mean, for the number, I love that the Timberwolves. No, not. F- it should be bigger than 20 to one. I think it absolutely should. I was shocked to see it was that low. So I have yeah. no interest in that number, but just in general, yeah. Like, does, you know, Paul George and the Clippers give you a little bit more pause if you're a top seed than the Timberwolves? Well, it's... Yeah. Okay, what if Kawhi returns? Then are you intrigued by that number? Well, that's that's what I was about to bring up. Because, yeah. so, a couple days ago, I guess within a week ago, um, um, Young Masuk of ESPN, he said that Leonard could return for round one of the playoffs. Oh, wow. When was the last time you played basketball? Be so good. Last May, right? Or I guess it was, wait, the playoffs were pushed back last year, June? Whatever. It was the Western Conference semis, right? That's when he got hurt. He didn't play in the, yeah. in the conference finals. He played against the – they beat the Jazz in the Western Conference semis last year. So if you tell me that Kawhi is back and he's Kawhi, yeah, I would take 20-1. to 1. Sure. And I, I mean, can like, avoid the Suns yeah. as long as possible. I do think they, they could be the team – they could destroy this Timberwolves thing because in a one-game spot, they could beat them for the seventh seed. Right, right. I'll, I'd also say that before last night, I did not think Paul George was going to play 30 minutes. Mm-mm. Like, he carried them. Like, you just missed three months. And I know it wasn't a lower body injury, but you just missed three months. So you don't expect him in a random regular season NBA game for him to return and play that many minutes like i i did not man no so so that that is quite impressive but again like okay the Kawhi factor he hasn't played ball in so long what kind of shape is he going to be in if he returns there's that angle as well and then we've got paul george playoffs angle so ah, now maybe the drama is heating up i love yeah. this i love it yeah so if, if you could tell me all right, we should probably take a look at it closer in the remaining schedule where we think they're going to finish for to see if it is worth the play. Because I still look at that West, and I know Phoenix is 
far better than anybody else. But I, I would like to take a shot at somebody on the opposite side of the bracket. Yeah, I think the Clippers yeah. are locked into the eight just based on the standings. Now, who okay. they play could be Nuggets or Wolves, but they're locked in. They're, they're four and a half up on the Pelicans for the eight, and they're six back of the Timberwolves for the seven. They're the eight seed. So there's just not enough time to change any of that. So we'll see quickly. Overtime rule change for the postseason in the NFL. Do they do enough? Is, is one possession each enough? Because they didn't do the two-point thing, right? We talked about that. Like, could no, they force no the they didn't do two? enough. That's what no. I thought, too. But, Joe, and it's not just that. The reason they didn't do enough is, is it's the playoffs only. What are we doing? If you believe well, you know what this, this is. The players don't want to play extra time during the regular season. That's what the whole thing mm. is. Yeah. No, no, they did not do enough. They dipped their toe <laughs> in the water for the playoffs <laughs> instead of making the real move that they need to make. And I don't think it changes the game that much is for this to uh, occur during the regular season. No, they didn't do enough. And um, and the other big big note in the NFL, as far as the Rooney rule, I, I don't recall exactly when the news came down, if you guys talked about it yesterday. But, yeah, it, it's 